So it's midweek once again, and now here we are at the end of September. On Sundays, we're continuing to study the book of Ecclesiastes. For the last several weeks, we've been dealing with the problem of evil and the oppressive suffering it causes humankind, and how unfair it all seems from our perspective. There's no more gut-wrenching reality of human life, is there, than the problem of pain? This very problem proves to be the number one obstacle to trusting God for many. The theologian John Stott wrote, The fact of suffering undoubtedly constitutes the single greatest challenge to the Christian faith and has been in every generation. The distribution and degree of suffering appear to be entirely random and therefore unfair. He wrote, Sensitive spirits ask if it can possibly be reconciled with God's justice and love. Many have felt justified to blame God. Presbyterian pastor Timothy Keller helps us think through that thought. He says, if you have a God great and transcendent enough to be mad at because he hasn't stopped evil and suffering in the world, then you have at the same moment a God great and transcendent enough to have good reasons for allowing it to continue that you can't know. Indeed, you can't have it both ways. You see, our intellect gets in the way, doesn't it? We believe that God is good, but the problem of pain makes us think that He might not be. And we find it easier to get mad with God than wrestle with faith. That same question was often posed to C.S. Lewis, the English agnostic-turned-believer and theologian, Lewis was a man with more than the usual amount of horsepower upstairs. Among his many books is one that deals with the issue of human suffering and how we can square that with God's justice and love. The title of the book, The Problem of Pain. You know, when we think about the year in which Lewis published this book, 1940, the topic is even more amazing. Nazi Germany was already causing some of the most horrendous human suffering ever witnessed in human history, and England was evidently Hitler's next victim. Lewis's book is subtitled, How Human Suffering Raises Almost Intolerable Intellectual Problems. <laughs> in a short midweek message, I can't hope to treat the problem of pain properly, but I believe that we can springboard off of Dr. Lewis's words and more importantly, off of God's word to help us understand better this often overwhelming issue of pain and suffering. From Lewis's words, uh, let's borrow these. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is His megaphone to rouse a deaf world. And from God's Word, we hear what Joseph said in that moment when he revealed himself to his brothers who had tried to kill him by selling him into slavery in Egypt. He said to them, You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. As we study God's Word, we discover that God never presents what we might call one answer to the problem of pain. 
Instead, the Bible over and over again points us to the one who holds the answer, to the one who is the answer. Jesus conclusively addresses evil and the pain it brings by taking it upon himself. This is what Lewis pointed to in the frontispiece quote that begins the problem of pain. The quote that he put there is from a sermon by George MacDonald. It goes like this. The Son of God suffered unto death, not that men might not suffer, but that their sufferings might be like His. Christ's suffering was for God's glory. He showed perfect obedience on the cross so that we might obey, even if imperfectly. He glorified God perfectly so that our worship and reverence, though always marred by our evil and pain, might nonetheless be worthy to our Father. Let's bring this home. I realize that I have not answered the problems and questions that you have because of your present pain. But I do pray that I've pointed us once more to the one who took all our pains and made them make sense. Jesus, the Christ, Lord, Messiah. Ecclesiastes has reminded us there is a season for every matter under heaven. I pray today is the season in your life when you cast your pain-driven doubts on the cross. For there on the cross, Christ paid the price. And joyfully, we recognize that even our worst sufferings, our sharpest pains, our greatest disappointments are overcome at the cross by Christ. Jesus makes sense of what we call senseless and unfair. He lets us know what we can't figure out, that He is the way, the truth, and the life. And through Him and Him alone are we able to come to the Father. Through the pain, past our doubts and anger, God holds us in His gracious love, given in a life of faith in Jesus Christ. Oh, beloved, let Christ hold you. He has borne your pain. He has made sense in your life.